Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, indeed. <laughs> it's Friday. It's January 28th, I presume. It's uh, going to be another nice day. Is it? Yeah. In Edmonton? In Edmonton, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Wayne and I got out, uh, got out of the house together yesterday morning, but it was pretty clouded over and windy. I, uh, I, I forgot my purse in the city where we went <laughs> and I had to go back in. And... I, I took her <laughs> out for breakfast. I'm like, God, ah, just get in the car. We need to chat. You know, we haven't chatted in a while. I haven't spent any time with you in a long time. I might as well take her out to breakfast. And she forgot her purse. Yeah, I forgot my purse hanging on the chair. And uh, so I had to go back into the city and I had to pick up some groceries and stuff too. So while I was in there, all of a sudden, like the skies opened up and it was just like this beautiful <clears throat> sunny day. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was nice just to take a few hours off. It's been um, this week's been pretty intense for us, just pretty nonstop, which is which is good and also um, not good. <laughs> so yeah, we went to uh, Gabby's favorite breakfast place and did that. Um, no updates on that purchase. I don't know um, if you guys been following along. the The seller has COVID, so. They haven't signed the documents yet. Th thankfully, we were able to get tenancy at will, but still no signatures in yet. Mm -hmm. Just, I'd like to just check that box off and just move on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I, I don't like leaving things on a list of things to follow up on. Yeah. yeah. That and finding tenants. Mm -hmm. This vacancy is taking a little bit longer than I thought it would take. Yeah. I thought it'd be a quick one. Yeah. That's okay, though. You can't rush it. Got to find the right person. Seems like... It's getting less and less likely we're going to fill it for Tuesday. Yes. Um, and when you have the last minute, like, <clears throat> I need a place in two days, that's... Uh... Got to do your extra diligence yeah. on those ones. <laughs> Why are you waiting until the last minute? Yeah. There was one particular woman you were telling me about. It was earlier this week. And you were, like, you know, trying to do your thing about, like, motivating them to get in as quickly as possible, right? And she's like, no, I'm... What did she say? I'm thinking, like, probably... Yeah, it was on, like... I think it was on... Maybe it was Monday or Tuesday that she contacted me and um, she's looking for February 1st, which was, it was Tuesday because it was exactly a week away. The first was one week away. Yeah. And um, she's like, yeah, I'm looking for the first and this and this and this and seemed like a lovely family. I don't, I don't remember now all the details, but um, yeah, she, she's like, I, I was like, okay, so, you know, like, let's set up a viewing. Um, I can probably get you in today. <clears throat> I can't remember. I think you were maybe in the city or something. Yeah. And she's like, well, actually, um, I have a couple of viewings set up on Wednesday afternoon. So that was tomorrow, Wednesday, like, because it was Tuesday. So she's like, tomorrow afternoon, I have a couple of viewings set up. So um, could we maybe do, like, Thursday evening? I was like dude, you're looking to move in seven days and you want to look at a place on Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you serious? No sense of urgency whatsoever. No. So maybe it wasn't urgent. Maybe maybe it wasn't like she wasn't going to have a place on the first. She was just hoping to, I don't know. I but, certainly hope so. Yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, uh yeah, other than that, there's not much really going on. We were just looking at our calendar. Obviously, we got a couple things. Because that new property, we had to set up different utilities and stuff like that this week and insurance and whatnot. Insurance, there was a delay with the insurance. and mm -hmm. Yeah, other than that, taxes? Yeah, on to taxes again. <laughs> yeah. And it's been, I don't know, like, if anybody else has noticed this um, in their businesses lately, but it seems that, like, every task that I have that involves somebody else, it's been like constant <clears throat> needing to follow up. Like people aren't just like doing their jobs on the other end. And I'm used to just like asking. I believe Uranus is in retrospect. <laughs> well, I'm used to like, we have, we have really good people that we work with. And so like, these are people that like I, we do business with on the regular. <laughs> and so I'm used to just like, 
hey, hey, we need this set up or can we do this? And it's like, okay, hey, yeah, done. Here you go. And I haven't even, I've never had to follow up on it. And it's just, it seems like this past week, week or two has been constant follow-up. And then I've been having to follow up with myself to follow up with them. And it's like, or the ball gets dropped. <laughs> Follow-up's been the magic word of January. It's yeah. been the most frustrating month for me as well. I, I I can't seem to get anything done because nobody else is taking my period, my business as seriously as I am. Yeah. That's, it's, well, it's, it's terrible. Normal, but... <laughs> well, it is normal, but that's probably the the thing that I, I, I hate the most about real estate investing and, and having a business is that no one will ever take it as seriously as you. Mm-hmm. And no matter how hard you try to be a hustler and, and to push things forward, you always have to deal at the, everyone else's pace. Yeah. And it's so annoying. Yeah. Because you know that your business could run so much smoother. You know that you can get better outcomes. You know you can get better probabilities if everyone would just take it a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you. <laughs> it's part of the patience um, aspect of, of being an entrepreneur and a business owner as well. You just have to be patient and understand that there are going to be things like that that are outside of your control and um, and you deal with it. Um, yeah, I know a lot, I, because, because I coach so many investors as well. Um, it's, it's funny. I was talking with Gabby about this yesterday. I, maybe it's just a busy day, but I just, all of the different people that I was mentoring and coaching, they were all sending me messages all day. And it sometimes can be a little overwhelming because I'm, I'm, I'm literally connected to say 12 to 15 different people and their lives and their businesses. And when you've got your own business as well, and you're also branched out, you're these invisible wires connected to everybody else as well. It's just like, I know what everybody else is going, has going on. I know the troubles that they're dealing with and they're all dealing with their own individual hurry up and wait situations. Mm -hmm. And just, this week was just brutal. It's just everybody that I know um, that I'm working with as well, same thing. They're just constantly waiting on other people and people not doing things that they're supposed to do. It's just, it was, yeah, it was, it, it, to be honest, it kind of, it kind of wore, wore me down a little bit. And even yesterday, yesterday morning um, on the podcast, you know, Gabby talks to me afterwards. She goes, um, you were a little, a little rude in a couple of comments there at the end. And I'm like, what was I? <laughs> and then I thought about it. I'm like, oh man, just like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, I haven't exactly been my best self this week. So I wanted to change that. I wasn't going to wait until Monday to change it. I'm going to do it today. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's especially on topics that I, I feel very strongly about. I have a hard time giving BS answers. Filtering. Yeah. I have a hard time <laughs> filtering with them because I, I, I know what it takes in order to be successful in real estate investing. And I want to just skip to the right answer. But sometimes it's, you know, without context, it's very difficult. So um, when you skip to the right answer, it comes across very cocky. <laughs> and I, I don't think about that because it, it, it depends on who I'm working with. You know, if I'm working with someone that gets it, then it's just a constant reminder of, hey, no, 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 no. Keep it simple. Just focus on this. When you spit it out on a podcast, it comes off the wrong way. So with that being said, um, I do apologize for any of those that, you know, maybe I was a little too short of my answers recently. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and hang in there for those of you that are dealing with this as well. <laughs> I, it's, I, it sounds like I think it's, 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 I think it's, it has to do with astrology. It definitely has something to do with the moon and the tides. Um, there's something going on. Don't say that mockingly because I literally said that last night. I'm like, there has to be something astrological going on right now because well, you know everybody what there is, is so there's messed currently up. 500,000 <laughs> transport trucks going in one direction. It must be affecting the tides, oh, the winds and the tides and the moon shifts. I'm telling you, there's something going on that much momentum towards one center of the country. I was also reflecting yesterday because I had a bit of a low day as well. I wasn't, I wasn't definitely wasn't feeling my best yesterday. And I was also reflecting on that it is like, I, I don't like, I don't like being like, oh, well, you know, society tells us it's this, but it, it, there is truth behind it that like, there are the January blues, like when the holidays end and like, it's just like back to the grind. It's the start of the new year where you're supposed to set all these ambitious goals and you're supposed and to you, go attack them. And you don't and, reach them. <laughs> And whatever, maybe you fail at them right away, or maybe you're slow on kind of like getting yourself motivated. And anyways, it is, and it's, it's, it's dead of the winter as well. It's still dark days and dark or dark, 
uh, afternoons and dark mornings. And there's, well, there's a, a lot that comes why into play. Bell and, and there's so yeah, much the um, mental health. Let's talk. The mental health. Let's and, talk at the end of January. And whatever well. the blue Monday is like, I think there's, it's like the third Monday in January. Something's like blue Monday when all the credit card bills start to come in from the holidays. And is that a thing? yes. So like I was reflecting on that as well. And I'm like, give yourself grace. Like I, and I know just from talking to so many people lately that like, Literally everyone is feeling it. I mean, not 100% of the planet, but like there is a large population of people that are feeling this really weird energy right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I've never, <laughs> this sounds, again, with it, if you're tuning in right now, it's going to make me sound like a tank, but <laughs> I've never experienced it because my birthday is always at the end of January. Yeah, yeah. You have something to look forward to. <laughs> my birthday's at the end of January. So I've always looked forward to my birthday at the end of January and everybody else is just in a big yeah. slump. I go from, you know, Christmas right to my birthday and then Valentine's Day and then St. Patrick's Day. And then see my, 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 my January is in like March, March, April. See, after and that's when Easter. it's, it's spring after comes Easter. and the snow's melting and the leaves are budding and yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, Lindsay, um, Lindsay has a comment here on the Podbean app, which was is what we're streaming uh, live through this morning and every morning. Um, she says, good morning, say what you will, but ask any healthcare worker, especially those in seniors care, worst day of the month is the full moon, way more likely to get hit on that day by a resident, LOL. <laughs> um, yeah. What? <laughs> um, what? No, but it, it is true. And I was just about to get a little hokey with the full moons and stuff. And I decided to hold back because I knew that Wayne was going to start mocking me. I would but, not mock you. Yes, you would. But yes. Um, I'd make funny faces and they couldn't see. <laughs> Astrology is real, folks. And the moon is powerful, my friends, especially to women. Um, and I was just and what I where I was about to go down that rabbit hole. Well, I'll, I won't make it a rabbit hole, but I'll just make a quick comment here is that actually the January full moon was for many people that I talked to very positive. It was like the little ray of hope that like we all needed those of us who entered into the new year um, in, in a low and in like a really bad space. Um, the January full moon, the wolf moon on January 17th seemed to pull a lot of us out of it. And, um, but I don't know what happened a week later. It was just like, boom, <laughs> knock you back down. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, the full moon, definitely. Is Jared Como on today? Yeah. He said he was supposed to be joining us live. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> Well, he had some questions, didn't he? Did. Did he join us today? <laughs> I estimated him. Um, him and I had a good chat about January yesterday as well. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Do you care to expand? No, because then I'm going to... I don't know. <laughs> okay. It, no, not, not on this week. Not on this month. Not going to happen. I'm not going to explain. Uh, not Maybe in March. Maybe we'll talk about it in March. <laughs> I think I think that I think that everybody needs a win. Definitely. I think Those that we help. all need a win. That's <laughs> that's they help. Let's just keep it let's just keep it as simple as that. Um when you get dealt with a lot of blows, it really does affect your your drive. Um you know, Christmas came and went, you spent a little more money than you thought. You know, you got everything going on, a lot of negativity thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of trucks and opinions and disagreements. You know, you have your thoughts and other people have their thoughts and, yeah. and they don't agree with you. And that doesn't feel very good. There's a lot of hostility out there. For right? sure. And, and there's stuff going on with your wife that you don't quite understand. <laughs> with the moons? <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's frustrating. Sometimes you don't really understand it. And, and you don't have a birthday at the end of the month <laughs> and um, it sucks and you haven't really had a win because you told yourself that you're going to be 30 pounds lighter and you don't quite see the results yet. So you know what? Just think about it. If you lost 10 pounds, if someone said you're looking great, if you found a deal in January, because there's no deals, uh, if, if a deal came across your desk and, 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 and you, you put an offer on it and you won and you got it. If you sold a property and um, 
and everybody was in agreement, you'd feel a lot better. Yes. So therefore, I find my opinion is that everybody needs a little more wins. So even the smallest wins that you find, celebrate them for the love of God, celebrate them. Mm-hmm. And even if that means that, you know, you got a deal or, you know, someone bought you a coffee and Tim Hortons, just celebrate those wins. Just, you don't have to go out and, you know, start dancing in the street, but just take a second to appreciate them because it's the little wins that counter balance the big losses and it's all about balance. So yeah. um, take advantage of the wins as much as possible. Make sure you're recognizing them and appreciating them. That's my opinion on that. Yeah. I feel like if we had a lot more wins, we wouldn't be as sad. Well, and Wayne, that's a good point. You said like, you know, celebrate if somebody buys you Timmy's in the in the coffee lineup, but maybe go, maybe, like we all know that also your self-spreading kindness gives you a boost as well. It makes you feel good, you know, that you've started a trickle effect. So maybe go buy <laughs> someone else a coffee. <laughs> hmm um, you know, go start that train, go, go know that you're going to start, uh, a, a whole thing today of yeah. a whole bunch of happy people Yeah, that are getting their coffee purchased and then purchasing for other people. And they're all leaving with a huge smile on their face. Yes. Start that. We certainly didn't start the show off the right way, but I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Oh yeah. Um, Jeremy. Jeremy, I see your uh, your comments there. Um, again, for those of you joining um, now a little bit late, we are streaming live on Podbean and we can see the comments. You can call in with your questions. And hey, you know, if you want to get in on the conversation today, you want to talk about what's going on. You want to, you know what, talk about your wins. That's what I want people to do today. I want you to call in with your wins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or even in the comments, we'll read them. If you, and, and it just put it in brackets if you want to keep it, uh, if you want to keep it private. Um, I want to hear about the wins you've had this month. And even if it's the simplest little wins and, uh, Jeremy looks like he's, you know, he's, he's, he can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's funny though. I know that Jeremy found a side-by-side duplex and I can see Wilson's face because me and Wilson just talked about that duplex last night. Cause I sent it to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too funny, Jeremy. Yeah. Like I was, I was on realtor.ca last night and I, I was, I'm trust me, I'm getting antsy. And you know, when I'm getting antsy is when I, I'm going to look for deals myself. Normally I just, they come to me and, uh, I was looking in, uh, in that area and sure enough, I saw a side-by-side duplex and I'm like, that is dirt cheap. And so I sent a screenshot over to Wilson and Jess there and, and just, I could see Wilson. He's, yeah, yeah, he says, says let's, let's not, not talk, talk about, about that, that property. property. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you want to know also what Gabby was doing last night at 10.30 p.m. when she's supposed to be sleeping? Uh, I, was, I looking... was half asleep. I rolled over and I'm like, what are you doing? And I believe you were looking at Fizbo's. I was Did looking I dream that? at Fizbo's last night. I don't look for properties. That is not have... my thing. No, it's not... I do not. <laughs> you you have not. You've never. I have never looked for properties. I just Wayne tells me when he's got something locked up and I go and do my thing. <laughs> I I'm also antsy and I was looking for Fizbo's last night mm-hmm. on my phone at 10.30 p.m. when I was supposed to be asleep. Yeah. Well, uh, good news. I did just see an email come through from Calvin. Um, I was trying to take a peek at it, but I'm like, no, let's not get distracted. I'm, I'm still hosting a live <laughs> it's show. It's hard not to. <laughs> it's, it's hard. I see the notification then it came through from my other email. So if anyone's on Calvin's list, it sounds like everybody got it and I'm going to be late to the party. Yeah, you're definitely going to be late o'clock. to the party. Um, <laughs> We're about to lose listeners. <laughs> suddenly <laughs> listeners drop off because they want to see this property. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Jeremy Wilson. Um, I, I'll, I'll see who's going to get that property. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what we can talk about today? Oh, gosh. Uh, again, this is going to be just a guest. I'm going to bite off more than I can chew. Um, let's talk about making a pitch to a JV partner. And Gabby's going to lead. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> How many deal pitches have I done? That's a great question. I have a feeling like you've done one, but it wasn't really a pitch. I was just about to say zip. <clears throat> That's uh, again, I don't look for houses. I don't, uh, I stay in my lane. <laughs> Um, how many pitches have I done? 
Very few. We've had most of our business come to us because of our social media presence. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And yes, Wilson, that's a great idea. We should talk about that. I'll um, just save it for a little bit later. Can you make a note of that question? Yes. I believe I made a lot of pitches in the beginning. Yes, you did. Like before we even really got into it. Oh, I bought a whiteboard. Yeah. I had a big big whiteboard. Um, I had people over for dinner. Steak Um, and shrimp. Steak and shrimp. Chili. Made made one of our shrimp vegetables. (laughs) No, and it wasn't chili. We made them chili dogs. (laughs) Chili dogs. And you know what? We ended up locking up that partner. So step one. (laughs) Chili dogs. Chili dogs. <laughs> uh, we brought him into the basement suite that we had just constructed. Yes. So that was one thing. He was able to see um, what it was. So, something that I, I could point to things. And, and that's and that's important too sometimes. is not necessarily a presentation on a whiteboard or a slideshow, but being able to just be like, you know, pointing around in this unit. So it, it kind of made it more real yeah. because we didn't have a whole lot to work with. Um, but that was, that was pretty much the one joint venture partner that we locked up from a pitch. Via pitch, yeah. <clears throat> and he left. I went upstairs and I'm like, I fucked that up. <laughs> There's, uh, you know, because Gabby's like, well, how did it go? Yeah. I don't know. Didn't feel very good. And he did. <laughs> and he's done lots of deals with us since. Yeah. Um, and I and I don't know necessarily what it was that I did. You know, you know what it was that I had? I had trust. Yeah. With him. That was someone that I knew very, very well. You guys respected each other. Very much so. Yeah. He knew what I was doing. Um, we we we'd see each other multiple times during the week. Um, and he knew me very well. We had a lot of respect for each other. Not like the the bestest of friends. No. But just a whole lot of respect for each other. Whenever we had a discussion, it was very logical. And, and I think that both of us, um, he was the perfect joint venture partner. Looking back now, I didn't really he have. Is the perfect <clears throat> joint venture partner. <laughs> for us. Yeah. Looking back now, um, he fits the mold of exactly the type of person that I would want to do a joint venture with. Right. So you need to have, you have a clear model of who it is that could benefit mm-hmm. from something like this. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can, I can draw them now. I can paint them. I know exactly how they feel, how they talk, what they believe, what they do, right. What they have, how old, like I can narrow it right down so that it, when it, when you know who it is exactly that you're looking for, kind of like a tenant, kind of like a tenant profile. When you know when you know who it is exactly that you're looking for, it makes it easy because you don't bother with other people, right? Yeah. You don't waste your energy and your time talking to this person or that type of person because you know it's just going to be a no. They don't match, and to be honest, I don't want to work with them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work with them because I they're going to be too much of a pain in the butt for me. I'm going to have to spend too much time convincing them which I don't want to be doing. I don't want to be convincing people. It's the, when you have a good idea of who it is that you want, then it's just a matter of just building trust with them. Yeah. And you can build trust in many different ways. And that might just be, you know, hanging out with them from time to time and talking about what you're doing. Not over talking what you're doing. Just, you know, hey man, what's up with you? Or hey girl, what are you up to? Working on this. Had a had an issue with the lawyers this week. Oh, we bought a property. I'm in Calgary. You bought a property in Calgary? Isn't that like three hours away? Yeah, it's not a big deal though. I got a realtor there and I got a team and um, we got a system. So you know, we have um, my program and, you know, we find tenant buyers and they picked the house and made it pretty simple. I've never even seen the place. You You bought a place and you've never even seen it? Yeah, it's not a big deal. I just call up the insurance company, call up utilities. My realtor takes them there and everything else. It's pretty simple stuff. Uh, the downside was is that the seller that we were buying it from, unfortunately, they got COVID. So 
we weren't able to close, but we, you know, we were able to get tenancy at will. We we're still able to get the keys and stuff. So that was, that was good. We got a great lawyer um, on our team that was able to kind of navigate all that stuff. So it was a little frustrating, but at the same time, pretty, pretty cool. Um, we're making great cash flow off of it. And uh, yeah, um, it's pretty much just on to the next property. Obviously we have other properties as well that, you know, we got one vacancy going on. So Gab's dealing with that, and, but that's, that's what we got going on. What do you got going on? Mm-hmm. As simple as that. That is literally what's going on with me this week. And just, you know, totally chill about it. I'm not overwhelmed. In their mind, they're like completely blown away. You know, yeah. how do you do all of this stuff? Yeah. And the fact that you stayed so calm and it was just like another day at work for you, it, it'll, it'll intrigue them. Yeah. Right? And what you're doing is you're building trust. You're not getting overwhelmed. You're not hopping on Facebook and be like, oh my God, I fucking hate tenants. No, just it just shows that you got your shit together. I'm swearing a lot. Sorry. Wayne goes on social media and talks about how he bleeping hates tenants. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. But it's different. I'm not looking for joint venture. Yeah. Right <laughs> um, I, you know that right now I'm just all about giving away information for free and education yeah. for free to investors. Yeah. So a little different. Yeah. Um, but... And that's it. And that's, that's literally all you need to do. And, and you just need to make sure that the right people are hearing it. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this in the past. And um, I don't remember what the podcast episode was, but it was all about, you know, creating a list, a spreadsheet of your inner circle, mm-hmm. all the people that you've already built trust with. Okay. And you got your inner circle, then you got your, your next outer circle, which is acquaintances and coworkers and stuff like that. And then the third circle is, is absolute strangers. Um, maybe you've met a couple times, you know, um, a guy you played on a hockey team with or volleyball with five years ago, but you still are friends on Facebook. You know what I mean? That kind of connection or you could very easily reconnect with them and then bring them back into the second circle and then start working on them, bring them into the inner circle, but just separate, literally go through your contacts list on your, um, on your phone. Go through your, you know, your Facebook friends list and literally categorize everyone and then focus in on the 10 or 20 people that are, are the easy, the easy ones. You know what I mean? You've already got a lot of trust with them. They fit the mold of the person that you think would be a great joint venture partner. And I'll just share, I'll share our, our basic model. Our joint venture partners, model joint venture partners, is someone who has money, at least $100,000, okay, or equity, at least $100,000. They're smart. They understand the value of real estate. They just don't want to do it. They don't want to learn about it. They don't have the time. They want someone else to do it. Yeah. And we know lots of people that are just like that. Right. And that's it. Very simple. And they're not the type of people that are going to question things every 10 seconds. They're very trusting. I was going to say um, also that they're um, not like they're not a part of like the investing community where they're like in the groups and like all that kind of stuff. Like we don't want we're not looking for like active active people in the community who who want to be like involved in the in the deal. (laughs) <laughs> no, these are these are coworkers. These are people you play sports with. These are um, childhood friends. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. People that know you, that see what you're doing, that know what you're doing. And Gabby mentioned social media, which we'll get into in a second, because it's the best way to connect with people and show them what you're doing rather than telling them. Otherwise, you're going to have to spend ten times as much time with them explaining all the different things that you're doing, and it doesn't have as the same kind of value yeah. when you tell people what it is you're doing as opposed to showing them. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it's so simple, but that, that is, that is to the people that we're looking for. So we go through those lists of people and we, and we narrow it down to five to 10 people. And we put all of our energy towards making sure that those people get the information that they need in order to feel comfortable with investing with us. Mm-hmm. The best way to reach them is either by connecting with them every couple months and having coffee, or if you see them a couple times a week, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, if not, then just put out social media posts specifically targeted towards them. Yeah. Not with their name, not with tagging them, but you know what it is they like. 
and you should know what it is that they like, what things that they respond to, your Facebook posts, your Instagram posts, your TikTok dancing reels, what things are they looking at? Because you can see that they like them. You can see that they comment on them. You can see in your stories that, you know, they're watching them and they're the first person that watches them, right? Keep giving them what they want and make sure you're telling them a story and you're educating them through your social media. When you're with them constantly, just make sure you're building trust. Okay. This, this is all, um, we're laying all the groundwork before a pitch. Okay. Yeah. You don't just call somebody up and pitch them. Have I got an opportunity for you? Haven't talked to you in a couple of years, but I got an opportunity you're going to love. <laughs> or your 30 second pitch or your performa and you just email it off to them cold. Yeah. It, it comes off the wrong way. Yeah. It's like that greasy MLM, hey girl message that you get. Yes. I want them to see what it is that we're doing and I want them to be jealous because they don't want to learn how to do it and they don't have the time, but they see the opportunity, right? That doesn't mean that you put out, you know, guarantees of, you know, returns on investment or anything like that. But, you know, Patrick Belanger and Zoria Belanger, great example right there. I know Patrick's on every morning. Patrick, not so much. Zoria does though. (laughs) Um, His wife just puts out great content all the time. Always sharing what it is that they're doing. They're yeah. not, they're oh, not putting updates. out numbers. They're yeah. just putting out updates, you know, on where they are with their build. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm get sure. People interested. And I, and I haven't caught up with them in a while personally, but I'm sure that they get lots of people just asking questions that are genuinely interested in getting involved. Yeah. Just oversharing what it is that they're doing every day. Yeah. Right. Simple, simple stuff. Okay. Then eventually there will be a time where you can make a pitch, but to be honest, it's never really a pitch. Normally what it is, is they, they, they open up and they ask a question and there's an opportunity. You just need to be ready for that opportunity, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be different for everyone. Maybe it might be a moment where we're like, Hey, like, how would I get involved in something like that? Now don't freak out. Just say, well, let's, let's grab a coffee. Maybe I can figure something out. Either I can set you up with my team and we can get you started. Or, I mean, if you want to get in on my next property, we can definitely do that as well. Um, depends on what you're looking for. Are you looking to like get fully involved and to take all the courses and, you know, to find the deals and manage them? Or are you just looking for something a little more hands-off? And if they say, I want to do everything, then they're not your prospect. Yeah. Just get over it. Focus on the ones that are, you know what I mean? Very simple stuff. Now they could still be, a, you can still keep them in the queue, right? You can still show them everything, provide them value, show them how to do it. There's nothing wrong with that either. Mm-hmm. Just because they're not going to do business with you doesn't mean you shouldn't help them. Or maybe they they're... will eventually when they realize that it's not super simple. Well, that's what I was getting <laughs> towards. Still help them, provide them value, give them everything you need, give it to them for free. Who gives a shit? Maybe they're going to turn their life around yeah, and create generational wealth. They're not your prospect. Don't try and convince them to do it. Well, you know, it's, uh, you, don't, you don't realize how, how difficult this can be. And you, you, are you prepared for the calls? I know you got, you got, five kids. Can you, can you handle that kind of stuff? I just don't know if you're ready for that. I mean, you should maybe sucking, don't convince them otherwise, just help them mm-hmm. be valuable. They're going to appreciate that. And then like Gabby said, if they go through that whole process and they, they kill it, you're going to feel really good yeah. about yourself. It's going to, it's, that's a win. Mm-hmm. That's a win that you should tally up and make sure you appreciate, um, you know, in those January blues, so like you were able to help that person get started. It's going to feel really good. It's going to help with that contribution element. Now, if they go and they check it out and they continuously ask you questions, then you're going to get super annoyed. You're like, well, now I got to basically run their business for them. They keep calling me every Wednesday because I helped them. And now I'm, now I got to show them how to do everything. Well, you can create your boundaries, your boundaries if you want in, in a respectful way. Don't, don't come across the wrong way. Cause that happens a lot too. A lot of people reach out to me and they literally want me to run their business for them. I'm like, Whoa, pump the brakes. Yeah. Um, so to find a way to do that respectfully and just, I'm, I'm telling you now so you can be proactive. So you're not reaction only, like you're not acting reactively. Re, re, you're not being, re, wow, Wayne, words. You're not being reactive. You're being proactive, right? But if they do come back or if they do say, wow, I didn't know that was a possibility. I didn't know I can partner up with you. Just be super chill about it. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's, um, let's go sit down and have a coffee and, um, we'll go through some numbers. I'll just, I'll, I'll give you a couple examples, a couple of properties that I already have. It's giving you an idea of like what to expect. Um, I'll also like, maybe I'll just walk you through like a typical day of like, you know, what we deal with and that kind of stuff. And if it's something you're interested in, let's do it. If not, then 
no harm, no foul. And, and, and just, just to let you know, dude, like, I don't want to pressure you into anything. Like, I'm not trying to like, hey, man, you have to do this with me. I Like, I what I want is I want you to figure out how to do this on your own. But if you, if that's not for you and you'd rather like a passive approach, 100%. You know, I, I do anything, you know, like I have no problem doing that for you as a friend. Um, truthfully, I only deal with friends and family. Um, I don't like dealing with strangers. I, I want to work with people that, you know, I actually, that I know, that I like, that I trust. Because, you know, at the same time, like it's, it, it, sometimes, you know, it can be a little bit of a handful, right? Yeah, for be, sure. Be a little bit of a handful to be dealing with, you know, joint venture partners that don't quite get it. And they're always asking questions, stuff like that. So it has to be a good partnership. It has to work for both parties. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, how are we with questions? Uh, no questions. Uh, yeah, no few, questions, but, but there's some comments. Yeah. Okay. So you're making, keep track of that? Yeah. But am I starting to make a little bit of sense? Yeah, definitely. Right. It's, it's not necessarily about coming up with a performa and, and a suit and a whiteboard and stuff like that. It doesn't, it's, it's, it feels like you're being pitched, mm -hmm. but if it feels like it's their idea, if it feels like you genuinely want to help them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're going to be the person that you're, ba you're basically their expert and you're going to be the person that they, that they come to and that they see <clears throat> as, yeah, as the expert and you never know where that's going to go. <laughs> so let's rewind a few years. If you've been following us for a while, what was, what was the, um, what was the branding? What was the messaging that we were putting out a few years ago? Family, homes, tenants. Yeah, there was also, um, a lot of, like, I think in the middle there, there was a lot of like, um, landlording education. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and why is that? It, uh, giving away information, showing that you're an expert. Also an expert, an expert at things that joint venture partners think that real estate investing is. Yes. Real estate invest, sorry, um, your, your, your money partners, potential money partners don't know about agreement for sales, rent to owns and all that other jazz. Mm -hmm. What they think it is, is that you buy a property and you manage tenants. They think you're a property manager. They think you're a realtor. How many times does that happen? Or they say, Oh, you're a realtor. And you're like, no, I'm a, real estate investor. I'm not a realtor. And then it almost makes it sound like real. I'm not a realtor. No, it's just like, it's, it's so it's, a, it's such a confusing thing for people outside of our, our network and our circles. Yeah. They don't understand that, you know, we, we buy properties and then there's that moment, right? Yeah. You wait, you, you're not. You, yeah. <laughs> so you just buy properties. You don't, sell, yeah. you're not a realtor. You don't sell them. And what do you, what do you mean you don't deal with tenants? No, I have a property manager for that. So, so what do you do? <laughs> They just don't understand it. They're yeah. not in it, right? Yeah. So um, the content that we were putting out, the branding that we were putting out was was catered towards educating people on what they thought that we were doing, right? Yeah. And that's, uh, what are they looking for? They're looking for assurance that you know what it is that you're, that, that you know, you know all about property management. So we're showing that we're, you know, cleaning gutters and changing filters and how we had a tenant that moved on and we gave them a gift. It's all like, wow, these guys are so amazing and they're doing it with their daughter. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's likable. That's wholesome. That's something that I want to follow. And mm -hmm. they follow along because we knew that that was the people, the type of people that were going to be looking at us. And that's what they wanted to see. And none of it was BS. <clears throat> it was, we were literally just documenting what we were doing. Simple it's not stuff. like we were like planted a, a, a gift on a doorstep and took a picture of it to say, Hey, we just dropped off a tenant's welcome gift. No, that's literally what we were doing. Yes. We just documented it. We were showing we weren't telling now here's what Corey said um you got to sell people the dream of what real estate can provide most money partners are putting the trust in you more than the deal 100 <laughs> we're just building trust with them it's not about the deal eventually there's going to be a point where they'll be like okay well like what type of property should we buy yeah you know should we get an apartment building should we bring in more people and of course, that's again, that's an education thing. They think that, you know, more doors equals more cash flow equals more ROI equals less headaches, which is in, in our network, our, our uh, market, at the very least, it's it's not the case. Um, so we'll do a little bit of educating, you know, during that meeting. Here's the types of properties that we have, right? And here's what you can expect based off of these properties, right? We don't give them any numbers or whatever, but just here's an example of some properties that we have. Um, you can get involved in some of these properties or we can buy other properties similar to this, but that's what we do. We've done our research and they know that we're experts. We've done our research and these are the best for ROI, for cash flow, and for everything that we need. 
um, and they're going to help us get to these goals. And obviously they're going to help you get to these goals as well. Can I say something as well? Is that also know, know who you're quote unquote pitching to or building trust with? Because um, I think that in our, in our real estate investing career thus far, we have only provided one joint venture partner with a performa. Literally, yep. we have done up a performa once for one partner because he's analytical. He wants to see the numbers, how it works, mm -hmm. how it breaks down. All of our other joint venture partners, they just trust us. They don't care. If we're being completely we, honest, that one analytical person did not fit within the model. Yes, that's true. But he was like, he was he came so, to us he and, came like, to us. and was almost begging. <laughs> yeah, he was begging and he wanted different types of properties that we were providing and we had to do some education. He didn't quite agree with it. He was, he was, he was right on the line, the borderline yeah. of like whether I was going to do business with him or not. It was just the right time and the right timing for us. And he was just so close and we eventually got him to a point. But, you know, I'd say he's probably the one that reaches out to us the most. He's actually the only one that reaches out to us. Yeah. Nobody else reaches out to us. We send, um, depending on the type of property, we send quarterly joint venture updates. updates yeah. So whenever we do a quarterly inspection, we will send, you know, a summer, a summary of the inspection. And well, also well, we send the inspection report so they can see okay. exactly what's going on in the property and then what expenses have come a out in the last few months. summary of the expenses months. in the last few yeah. months. So they yeah. have just have a good idea. So a lot of times they'll just look at it real quick and like, okay, good. Everything's good. They don't follow up with us. Yeah. Or sometimes we'll get an email back and like, okay, that's amazing. Thanks guys. Really appreciate all your hard work. Yeah. Peace. They just want to yeah. know. But I guess what I, what I was getting at is that just like know who you're talking to. Do yeah. they need a performa? Do they not care about a performa? Because if you go to somebody who trusts you and is just like they're pretty much on board and you because you know them and you know you've put in the work, you know that uh, something that's really important to them is uh, receiving monthly cash flow or you know like you you know the person you know what they want mm -hmm. now it's just like it could just be a simple conversation but if you show up with a performa and a powerpoint presentation you're going to lose them yeah you're going to lose them in the noise right so you really need to know who you're talking to yeah and that's also something that I've talked about a lot with um within my mastermind <clears throat> groups you know when this topic comes up is that like uh we had one member who was putting together their their pitch presentation and you know she was really struggling with it and like just questioning herself and you know all that kind of stuff and at the end of the day realized that like this is not me i need to be able to just sit down with somebody and have a conversation yeah. this presentation isn't isn't who i am this i like i'm going to be so awkward trying to go through these slides and like it's just not who i am mm -hmm. so she ditched it she said this this isn't me i need to be authentic and and you know i'll best represent myself with just a, a nice sit down conversation so know know your know who you're pitching to but also know yourself yeah i mean if you're a great pitcher and a salesperson then go for it but yeah just just in my opinion i just feel like it's better to build trust ahead of time lay the groundwork yeah lay the foundation then it's just a matter of time before you know they until they're ready to trust you 100% and they, they, they make that comment or, you know, they, they ask a few questions and, and then maybe you can make a, a little drop a little seed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if, if you're talking about a particular deal and you're talking about how you're raising funds or whatever else, you can say something along the lines of, well, if you if you know anyone that would be interested in investing in this, please let them know. Obviously, you know, I might be able to give you a fee or something like that for for helping me out or connecting me to the right person. Um, and just say it sometimes like that. And then they'll ask for a few more details about, you know, the details of the deal. And maybe that just might be the seed that, that needed to sprout, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Just talking about a deal that you got going on and then, you know, say, hey, if you know anybody, just please let them know. Um, we're going to be closing here in about 60 days. So I seem to get this. I don't have any, you know, doubts that I'll be able to, to get the money going, but obviously I'd like to get it done sooner or later. So if you know someone or like a friend of yours, please, you know, send them my way. Yeah, definitely. Don't um, be all super desperate though. Yeah. But yeah. that might be the comments were like, oh, maybe I could be that person, right? Yeah, right? for sure. Um, do you want to do you want to go through some of these comments? Yeah, sure. But, Let's do it. Yeah, because we do have some that uh, from when we first started talking on the subject. That's it. Um, so Tessa on the Podbean app here says, "Good morning. We are the passive investors on a joint venture to just get in there and learn. First fifteen doors closing soon." 
now we're going for six buildings on of our own this year. Our lives have drastically changed since last year and is mind-blowing. We are passive investors in our GAV to get in there and learn. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, some people, um, you know, like they know that they want to do it, um, but they they need a little hand-holding and to be shown, you know, how everything works. And so that's a great way to, you know, be on the, the money side of the deal at first, learn mm-hmm. the ropes, somebody who's willing to, you know, educate you. So like how we said, we, we are, we want our partners to, you know, just trust us, give us our money and wait for their updates. Yeah. <laughs> but on the other side of it, there's people who want to, who want to teach and want you to be involved. Yeah. So, uh, can I go back to that, uh, to that joint venture partner that didn't exactly fit the mold? Yeah. Um, this is kind of very similar where yeah. he wanted to learn all about it. And he's like, you know, if I do this, will you teach me? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, I, I could be thinking like, oh, man, he's going to want me to teach him. And then he's just going to learn all this stuff and he's going to go and he's going to do it on his own. Again, I, do I really care? No, he did the investment. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I have offered to, to give him tips and tricks, you know, from time to time. And he'll ask questions and I'll answer them. Um, truthfully, though, it's been about, just about two years now. And he's he's not going to do it. I think he's realized, you know, how much we do. And, you know, I don't think that his life really complements that type of lifestyle and routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's invested again with us on another project. Yeah. So, um, you know, some, maybe, maybe you got someone who's just right on the edge and, you know, they want, they want a little, Living little too much. Sorry. Maybe what it is that they're looking <laughs> for is, is to get some experience and stuff like that. Uh, or may, they, they really want to try it out, but they're just so scared and stuff. Maybe this could be your one liner that could be like, okay, okay. How about for this property? You know, you do it with us and I'll teach you everything you need to know. And then you can get some hands-on experience and then take that experience and go do your own deals. Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to spend as much time kind of going through every single thing, but you know what, for you, I'll definitely do that. You know, if that can give you the confidence that you need in order to do your own deals, great. Fantastic. What's likely going to happen? There's about a 50% chance that they go and they do it on their own. There's a 50% chance that they decide that it's not for them and they continue to keep investing with you. Yeah. 100%. Just give away everything. Just give it all away. You know what I mean? I just like everything you say. I just have songs going through my head. (laughs) At the end of the day, if it's right for them and they they fit your perfect model, then they're the type of person that doesn't, well, for us at least, then they're the type of person that doesn't want to be doing it anyway. Even if they knew everything and they took the $20,000, $30,000 courses, at the end of the day, if they realize, you know what, this isn't for me, then that's exactly who it is I'm looking for. Someone who understands the value of real estate. They get it. They don't question it. They just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So that's why I have no problem giving away all the information for free. Right? 100%. Yeah. Next question or next comment. Uh, Corey says, I've been working hard on getting a bit of a script together that makes the pitch sound more like you are creating a win-win for everyone. Got to remember you are not asking slash begging for people's money. You are offering them an amazing opportunity to improve their financial well-being. Yeah. And that's a big thing when that people need to wrap their head around when pitching. And uh, like, I hear this all the time with, um, that people are uncomfortable, you know, bringing, bringing deals to their family members and stuff. And they like get super nervous about that. And it's like, you have to remember that you're not asking them for money to support you because you're a failure. Mm. (laughs) You're literally offering them a win-win opportunity. I believe Corey's doing multis, like larger multifamily or commercial deals. Yeah. To be honest, those ones are so much easier to pitch. Yeah. So much easier to get to get attention for because people love the idea. People love multi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I want to own a 50 unit apartment building. They don't care if they own um, you know, one out of thirteen shares in that, in that property. <laughs> they as just long as in. they can say that, wow, I own that <laughs> I own big building, building yeah. you know. Um they don't give a shit about the ROI or the cash flow or anything else. It's just the 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 sexy, romantic idea of owning a you know a twenty or a thirty unit building, which is what I mean. Like it's it's much easier to to get people onto those ideas because um, you can sell that dream, that romantic idea yeah. of you know, dude, you want to be a an owner of an apartment building? Let's do this, bro. <laughs> just, just just be yourself. <laughs> And just that, that's all you need to do. It's that simple. 
well, like what happens if this or what happens this? Dude, we got a property manager for that. Don't worry about that. They live on site. It's all taken care of. The boiler system gets checked every five years. Don't worry about that stuff. You know, are you in? I feel like apartments and, and multis are, are such an easier. I don't like using the word pitch because you don't pitch, but um, such an easier um, idea to sell. Yeah. Then let's buy a single family home in Leduc. And they're thinking to themselves, well, I can buy a single family home in Leduc. All I have to do is put 5% down. They don't understand all the, the mortgage qualification requirements and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, oh, yeah, I bought a house before. It was super simple. I just go to my same mortgage broker, Ruth, and uh, over at this uh, bank, and uh, she takes care of this, and we buy it, and we do a home inspection. What's the big deal? I put the thing up on Kijiji. Done, done, done. What value do you provide for me? Anybody can do that. But if it's a 20-unit apartment building, so um, just – not telling everybody to go into multi, but obviously Corey's still in. I just feel like it would just be an easy thing to do. If you're documenting on your day and what you're doing and the next opportunity, man, people will come flocking to you. Yeah, for sure. But you need to be documenting it. Yeah. Do, pe- people, do people don't know? know what you're doing, <laughs> do they if they know? don't know what you're doing, then they're never going to get excited about it. You yeah. got to show them what you're doing. The best way to do that is to take pictures and videos and stuff like that. Everybody knows me as the real estate investor. You think that's up by, by accident? You think you're not like, do you think I wanted to? No, I just knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. God. Yeah. One of my favorite things is when people realize, like, this happens all the time in the mastermind groups that, like, you know, it's, we've been looking for, for joint pen, venture partners forever and yada, yada, yada. And it's just like nothing's happening. And it's like that, that question of, does anybody know? that you're looking for joint venture partners? Does anybody know that you're even investing in real estate? Have you tried trying? Well, no, (laughs) I'm not a dick. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Have you done everything? Have you done everything is my question. Have you done everything to reach your goals? No, there's certain things that you haven't done because you're scared. But that that's not where I was going with well, that. That's though. where I'm going. Where well, you go ahead. But <laughs> like my point is, yes. is that if people don't know, they don't have the opportunity to inquire or to even consider it in their own mind. Maybe it's not even reaching out to you, but saying like, "Oh, I didn't realize." Like in their own heads, I didn't realize that I could do that because they have no freaking clue. You don't post about it on social media. You don't talk about it with them when you go out for lunch with them. Like nobody knows what you're doing if they don't know. They can't, there's, there's zero opportunity there. So if, if you're not willing to post on social media, then you have to be willing to talk about it mm-hmm. or else you'll never find a joint venture partner ever. Facts. Facts. You have a 0%, zero opportunity to find a joint venture partner if you are not either showing or telling, mm-hmm. but 100% easier to show than it is to <clears throat> tell. Yeah. Living proof. We'll keep going through these questions, but um, obviously not the answer that people were looking for today. Um, whenever someone asks about a GV pitch or, you know, the one liner. We don't need to. That's why, <laughs> that's, that's why I, was, I gave such a short answer. It's just that that's not the way that I do it. And um, to be honest, it's worked for us. If you want to continue to buy $500 courses with one liners and systems, you know, Secret successes to raising millions of dollars. Templates for performers and pitch deal pitches. Newsletters and all that other stuff. Go for it. But I've seen so many people take those courses and so many people not do anything with it. Mm-hmm. A few come through, right? A yeah. few a few get, you know, they're willing to do whatever it takes and they complete all the templates and they use them. And and maybe it does work and maybe it's fluke, maybe it's not. Maybe Maybe it works for some type of people. But for us, I just want friends and family who trust me, who don't ask lots of questions, who can really, that I can really help. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't like convincing people. Mm -hmm. I don't like convincing people to do things that they don't want to do. Yeah. You'll start to notice that in every uh, different aspect of real estate investing that I talk about as well, you know, agreement for sales sellers. Right. Yeah. I I I don't convince people. I don't want to convince people. If it's not right for them, then it's not right for them. I would much rather find the people that it's right for than try and convince people that it's not right for. Yeah. And there are people within your circles and you don't need many joint venture partners. I've talked about this a lot. You only need three or four. Just build off the three or four. Put all of your energy into getting three or four and build off of those ones the next 10 years to be set. Yeah. 
and you know a thousand people. All right, Gab's going through questions. Yeah, um, just a fun little comment here. Johnny Five um, mentioned that Zoria sent me to you guys, so I consider that a win. So when you were talking about um, Zoria and Patrick uh, documenting, showing people, mm -hmm. not telling, um, he popped that in there as well. And yeah, I love that. Um, like I said in the comments here, Zoria and I were in a mastermind together for several years. Um, so yeah, I have mad respect for her. I love what they're doing, her and Patrick. And yeah, awesome. They're people. doing it right. Yeah, they are. They're doing it right. Yeah. Um, and she's one of those people who is driven and who did take the courses and who did implement them and who is seeing the success from them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like um, there's an example of how that can work but you have to follow the systems. You can't just be like, oh, I'll, I'll do this, but you know, that part's not me or whatever. Like if you're gonna follow a system, freaking follow it. Yeah. Don't half-ass it. Um, so yeah, there, uh, and actually maybe I'll just scroll down here cause I know that Patrick said something down here. Yeah, so uh, he says, uh, Patrick says, we've shown spreadsheets to compare a property people think they want uh, but something that they can see isn't a good investment. They compare it against a better performing property. In some cases, it also meant going to properties with them so that they can see the pros and cons. You are right. By this point, we have had a good relationship and they trust us. We are just helping open their eyes to better opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, you already mentioned that comment. So Tyler wants to know what kind of return do the people who invest with you guys typically see? They don't really expect any returns. We just tell them what it is. <laughs> I, I know it sounds, it sounds so bad. Um, I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of someone who's asked me what type of return they're going to get. Not once. Yeah. They just, un they understand that like, okay, we're going to buy this property that it's going to pay itself down, uh, whether or not it's going to have, you know, cash flow paid out depending who they are. And, and they like, they understand re that real estate is a good investment for the basics of it. Um, I know because I've done the mathematics enough times, um, your standard 300,000, 400,000 and $500,000 houses on average, just with mortgage paid on and cash flow in the Edmonton market with no appreciation, it averages to about 16 to 17% return per year. And I just know that figure in my head. And I use that one liner a lot. To be honest, I mean, no one knows where the market's going to go. Edmonton's just been such a flat market for the last 10 years that it's like, I'm not going to make you any promises um, mm -hmm. of where the market's going to go. And, and if anyone tries to make you a promise of what they think the returns are going to be, you definitely shouldn't listen to them because they're full of shit. Run. Hmm? Run. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what I know. I know for a fact, mathematically, if we buy a property and it's worth $300,000 today and it's worth $300,000 in 10 years, if we keep it for 10 years, it will average approximately, just with mortgage paid on cash flow, about 17%. Okay? That's it. And to be honest, I think that's good enough. I'd rather know that my property is going to, my business is still going to be worth exactly what it was when I bought it. And if I can make 17% just on mortgage pay down and cash flow, mm -hmm. hell, is that not a good investment? Now, if the market goes up, which let's be honest, I think it will. It can't stay, you know, still like this forever. Then I think that, uh, then that's just bonus. That's just yeah. dessert. If we end up with 25% per year, that sounds pretty amazing. Now, remember if, if the market goes up 3%, that doesn't mean that our return goes up by 3%. No, 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 no. That's if the mar if the value of the property goes up by 3% per year, then that means that, that we're getting a 3% increase on the $300,000, not on our returns. Okay, so a 3% increase in appreciation actually works out to be significantly more on our yearly ROI because the value of the property just went up by $9,000, right? Mm -hmm. So to be honest, I mean, and sometimes I'll have figures like if, if so, if that were the case and it would take it from 17% up to 28% or whatever the number is, right? So you can see that just like just on mortgage paid on a cash flow alone, that's that's more than enough for me. Uh, to be honest, I like the stability. I like the boring Edmonton market because I can just get a 17% return with no risk. Mm -hmm. I don't want the market going up and down. I don't want rents going all over the place. I want simple, easy. I want to run a good business or in a tight ship and I want to get a nice 17% return. Mm -hmm. if, 
right? Yeah. That's 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 what the way that I explain it mostly, and they never question it. That's if we need to get into numbers. Most times we never get into numbers. Yeah. I just feel like there's only been a couple times where I really brought it up, and I'm trying to remember if I actually even did business with those people when I brought it up. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, honestly, I don't think that JV partners have ever asked about returns. Yeah. But I have the 17% number in my head just for the types of properties that we buy. Um, uh, Josh has a really cool comment here. And uh, Josh, I've actually been meaning to reach out to you because I've no I noticed. So uh, he says here, um, everyone knows me as a carpenter. I have done a couple very little bit of info about how I am working on some deals, even though I still haven't done one. And this last week, I've had two friends and family members completely reach out and talk about investing in the future and want to learn more. And so this was from a couple a couple small um, story, social media story posts about real estate investing, and it makes a difference. I wish I had a sound clip. Yeah, but but like literally, I I don't and I don't think I said anything to Wayne, but like Josh, I noticed like your stories went up, and I was like, yes, Josh, like th that's all you need to do, and like it was amazing. You put a couple stories up, and 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 that's perfect. Like you were documenting your day, what you were up to that day. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, I felt so much. I felt so proud. <laughs> and look at that. He had people reach out, but wanting to invest in the future, like. It works, you guys. <laughs> Just put yourself out there. You're yeah. not. You're not like. You're not trying to like. I don't know. Pull the wool over people's eyes. Like you're just showing what you're up to. What's wrong with don't that? Don't lie. Don't over. Yeah. Don't over exaggerate what you're doing. Yeah. Just tell them what it is that you're doing. Not a big deal. And hey, maybe a couple weeks go by and no one says anything, but eventually people do ask. They're a real estate. Investing is isn't very exciting. I mean, for people who are aren't in it, you know, yeah. everybody wants to do it. They just don't know anything about it. So when they see someone they know doing it, it's it's cool. Yeah. So I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. I wish I had a better sound clip to add because um, <laughs> that's 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 freaking amazing. Yeah. Huge win. Huge win. Congrats, yeah. Josh. Uh, ride with that and and bask in it. <laughs> well, you know what that is. I bet you that made you feel really good. Mm -hmm. So take a second to really appreciate it. I know you have already probably. Yeah. But take a second to really appreciate that and to know that you did something and it worked. Mm -hmm. That is a win. Yes. Make sure you are focusing in on your wins and take a second to really appreciate them and be grateful. Yeah. Because I know that starting out as a flipper, you know, and looking at deals and stuff, you get a whole lot of losses. You yeah. catch a lot of L's. Yeah. Um, especially in January. So Make sure that you're balancing them and being grateful for all the wins that you're getting. You put something out there, it worked, and people reached out to you. Whether it turns into a deal or not, it works. Keep doing it. Yeah. Leverage that that success. Leverage that win, and I promise you, you'll get more wins. Yeah. It's gonna, man. Like that's 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 I'm I'm so awesome. I'm so excited to hear that. And just on that note, uh, talking about a whole bunch of uh, losses to get a win, uh, Corey says my goal next month is to go and get a bunch of no's and get okay hearing that. That's great. <laughs> Stay strong, friends. <laughs> In the context of today, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> You're hunting for no's, but you know what? It's going, getting out there and, and actually trying. Yeah. Is the only way to find a win. Yeah. Is the only way to find an investor. So. Yeah. Just in the context of today, it sounded a little off. Yeah. So we just have, uh, we're over time here. So let's just uh, crack through the rest of these comments really quickly. Um, Leo says, as an immigrant here and an introvert, I do not have family and a lot of friends. This is not a complaint, um, but it could be common. Sure. However, I have the drive to start and go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Um, defining yourself as an introvert is, is a great way to start. Hmm my words together properly yeah. defining yourself that way is 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 you're limiting yourself yes right I, I, it, i'm not saying anyone can change i'm saying anyone can grow yeah so definitely. really start working on growing and, and being maybe 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 you're just wired that way and that's the way you grew up and you, you know you don't appreciate being around other people and stuff like that but um putting yourself in that situation is the only way to get more comfortable with it yeah and to be able to uh, handle it more. It's the only way you're going to be able to do yeah. it. So Get if you don't have a lot of friends, you got to make some more friends or make some yeah. more acquaintances. You got to have more discussions. It's the only way to do it. Otherwise, you're going to have a real hell of a time, hard time 
raising capital. Yeah. Um, but anyone can grow. 100%. Uh, but that is, but that is a very common thing. Yeah, 100%. You need to become comfortable getting uncomfortable. Like you need to put yourself in those situations. It's literally, I'd say the only way to grow. <laughs> I, I know we're over, Gab. How often do I go hang out with friends? Zip. And where do I spend most of my day? Locked away in your office. <laughs> I, I don't like people either, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> The only time that I really spend any time with anyone or I get on a phone call with anyone is if there's value there. And not necessarily I'm going to make money off of these people, but there has to be some sort of an intention and value because the most important things to me are myself and my family. That's it. Everything I do is for my family. Okay. That doesn't mean that I don't like spending time with people. It doesn't mean I don't like having conversations with people. But if you gave me a choice, I would be in my office I would be alone half the time. I don't even spend the time with the family that I'm talking about. <laughs> like I just, I, I like, I like being in my own little space. Um, so I get it, but that doesn't limit you. doesn't mean that you can't go have conversations with people, but I know that, you know, if you and I had the choice, um, we would not be spending time with each other. We'd be spending time with ourselves, which is totally cool. It's possible. You can do it. Um, Sorry, and I are about to chat later today. Really looking forward to it. Just going to the comments here. Um, so this is actually really funny because uh, Ryan and Robbie and Josh are have been like battling the past <laughs> couple of months to get top fan of I was the trying month. Trying to figure out what the hell Ryan's talking yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> I know, it, Ryan. You made me second guess because actually, okay. So Ryan on the app here, he says, "Hey, Robbie, did you hear? There's no show on Monday. You can sleep in." And uh, then he says, "Just kidding." And Robbie says, "Ha ha ha." And Josh says, "He's not buying it, Ryan. Good try. You sleeping in as well?" <laughs> so yeah, they're trying to get each other to miss the show so that uh, they can get more more points towards the top fan of the month. Um, but uh, Ryan, you made me second guess because Everly—I don't know if it's if all the schools don't, but Everly doesn't have yeah, school kid. on Monday. So I was like, "Is it an actual holiday?" <laughs> all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait, are we sleeping in on Monday?" <laughs> no, we'll be here. <laughs> Okay, guys, while well, we've gone quite over, um, probably not the answer you're looking for. We didn't give any real one-liners, but um, hopefully, you know, this gives you a good idea of how to set up the groundwork and the foundation to really start attracting people towards you. That is the goal. You want people to come to you. Yes. People ask me, how do I raise money? They come to me. Yeah. It, it's much easier to, to lay, you know, the groundwork of, of building your brand and building your reputation as a trustworthy and an honest person than trying to convince people to invest with you. Okay. If you guys want to learn more about how to do all that stuff, you know, stay tuned. We'll keep talking about it. Maybe next week we'll talk a little bit more about building, building your brand and, and building that reputation as a trustworthy and honorable person. Yeah. The type of person that people will want to invest with. Yeah. Anyways. Um, just one last thing. And I don't know. Wait, I, I made a perfect outro. <laughs> oh, I got the perfect. I have the perfect outro. Okay. So you just get okay. ready to click that button. Okay. Okay. I'm like, Okay, so uh, Wayne might kill me, but this is live and there's no going back. Uh, All right, see you guys later. It's his birthday on Sunday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.